Business Renegades, hosted by my friend Maria Kreider, is brought to you by the Podcast Her Network, the audio destination for ambitious women. Business Renegades is a no-holds-barred journey into building a flourishing business with your digital course as the spearhead of your growing empire. Join Maria as she dives into what it truly takes to grow your influence, wealth, and happiness using a digital course. If you like strategy-filled podcasts like The Motivated CEO, then this podcast is for you. Listen to Business Renegades wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today I am talking with Christy Holt, and we are talking all about being stuck and getting unstuck. Christy, welcome into the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. You know, as I call myself a happiness hussy, I am all for sharing the love and sharing the happiness. So thanks for inviting me to come on your show and share a little bit about how we can all do that, how we can all create a little bit more happiness in our life. And can I just tell you how much I love that term, happiness hussy? Like that right there is phenomenal. You are my people. Yeah. <laughs> love it. So it's kind of a cute story. My cousin actually sort of like, you know, facetiously was like, oh, you happiness hussy, you. And I was like, ooh, yeah, I'm going to claim that. So yeah, happiness hussy. I'm here to spread the spread the love. I love it. It's just like my gray hair will forever be known as tinsel to me. My daughter called it my oh, tinsel yeah. one day. So I'm like, yeah. I got tinsel hair, so anytime the roots start coming in, you know, we just got to cover up the tinsel, so. Those are well, free highlights. Right, you know? exactly. Those are free highlights, yes. that's what it is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so Christy, could you tell us more about yourself, who you are, and what you do? Yeah, well, I, gosh, where do I even begin? But uh, I'm an author, and I have a book called Unstuck for Women, which is ultimately all about helping helping women to break out of the overwhelm, the overthinking, the ah, like anxious thoughts and all of the spirals that we can kind of put ourselves into. I mean, this also ties in a lot to like people pleasing and perfectionism and all of these other tendencies that are kind of encapsulated in this whole like good girl persona, uh, or at least the conditioning that we're supposed to live up to. Uh, so I have that resource. I'm also a podcast host as well. And I have a show called Create Your Happy. And it is all about inspiration for conscious women to go ahead and create their happy life, relationship, and business of their dreams. So in a nutshell, that's kind of my my two biggest projects. And then I absolutely adore helping people, you know, to, to put into practice these things to become embodied in the things that they truly want so they can up-level their life. Oh my gosh, absolutely incredible because so many of us, we get caught in this, I'm supposed to be this, I'm supposed to be that, I'm just a mom. And what happens? We get stuck and we wake up one day and you're like questioning everything. Like, wh why am I doing this? But I can't get out of this. So how did you even, before we dive into that, how did you even get into this role of wanting to create this book to help other women get unstuck? I mean, the truth is I was there. I was stuck for admittedly way too long. I mean, I guess it was the right amount of time because it truly gave me a lot of time to discover who I was. I was suffering from what I call just a momitis. I felt very lost. I felt very unseen, unheard, unloved in my relationship. And in my role as a mother, I 
was giving and giving and giving. And it was only basically building a lot of resentment because what I was doing was what I call shooting all over myself, right? Trying to be good enough. And then also towing that line of where is the line between good enough and too much? Because that's a paradox that we good girl conditioning has got us put into. And so the, the striving for perfection, I think really causes us to get really lost and struggle. We end up stuck and we don't know how to get out of it. I mean, when I was, when I was there, like my thoughts were running out of control. I felt anxious and overwhelmed all the time. I had these spirals. I felt more or less helpless to change. And I was kind of waiting for everything around me to change. You know, I was waiting for my partner to change or the kids to grow up or the circumstances to be different. And I thought with the best intentions that by staying and keeping my family together, that I was protecting my kids to the best of my ability. Until one day it dawned on me, holy shit, I am the one, I'm the common denominator in these problems. And I'm not teaching them the lessons I truly want to teach them. I want them to learn to love themselves. I want them to be able to express themselves. I want to model a healthy relationship, not just with others, but within. Because to me, that self-love, that relationship that we have with ourselves, is actually the foundation to everything, to our entire experience. And if we want to change the world, some of us do really have this vision to make a big impact and make you know, the world a better place, that all starts within. So we've got to lead, we've got to go first. And for me, it was a pivotal moment when I realized my kids don't need me to stay and protect them. They need me to stand up, use my voice and start to love myself. So yeah, what ensued was a pretty difficult couple of years. I'm not going to lie, but the journey of self-discovery through that process and since has been nothing short of magical, uh, you know, when we're in it, it can be so hard to see the the nuggets of wisdom, the opportunities for learning, growth and expansion that exist because we can be so emotional about it. But if you can take a moment when it's past and look back, there is always something to take from that, an opportunity. And I, if I had to go back and do it all again, I would because I learned so much about myself and now I have the the, this wealth of knowledge that I can share with others so I can help other moms who are suffering from just a momitis or are stuck, unheard, feeling, you know, resentful about all this giving and never kind of getting back what they're hoping for. And ultimately learning how to love themselves is to me the key. Oh my gosh. That is so good and so impactful because so many women can relate to that. And they feel so lonely when they're stuck within that. I mean, I've been there too. And you just are at this place, you're like, well, it's got to just be me. And I'm just a mom. So I can't go and start a business. I'm just a mom. I can't write a book. And like you said, this, this being just a mom does create a lot of resentment. So how did you start to work through that? I mean, it is a, it, it's an ongoing process, I think, and it's, it's a journey of evolution to move through it. But what I did was I discovered, I guess, discovered, created, I'm not sure what the right word is for it, but my, my methodology, which I call the spiral stopper method, which is all about shutting down the unnecessary thought spirals and emotions, because it's not actually usually the initial thought 
is not usually the problem. It's not the actual emotion. That's the problem. It's all that extra judgment and meaning and stories that we're attaching to it. And especially when we start over identifying with it, you all know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. here. You have one thought all of a sudden you're thinking about what a terrible person you are and how badly you've messed up and how no one is ever going to love you again. I know we have all had these thoughts. The truth is, you are not those thoughts. Those thoughts are not you. You are the observer of those thoughts. And when you can start to make that differentiation, which is what the spiral stopper method is about, creating space so that we can see we are the observer of our thoughts. This puts us in the driver's seat, right? So we can pull the struggle bus over and let all of that nonsense off and start you know, traveling towards the destination that we truly desire. And I kind of call that a bit like winging it on purpose, Because the truth is we cannot map out everything from A to Z. It is not going to go according to plan. And as a former professional accountant, I have struggled with this. My analytical mind, oh my gosh, I want to know the exact trajectory, every step A to Z, so I can just do what I'm supposed to do again, right? Shitting on myself. Um, But in business, you come quickly to realize, and parenting, actually, both of these things, they do not go according to plan. And so ultimately, you know, the the secret to having a happy life isn't about having this so-called perfect life. It's about navigating the imperfect life. And I actually think it's perfectly imperfect. So it's kind of like a both and as opposed to like one or the other. But navigating that with grace and ease and creating that that life that you truly want instead of just going with the flow. So that is much more powerful. So I call that like winging it on purpose because It's ultimately learning how to navigate that uncertainty that so often actually keeps us stuck and trapped and afraid to take a step. Yes. And that fear can just hold us hostage, can't it? Oh my goodness gracious. What a weight. Yeah, exactly. And then what kind of example is that setting for our kids that, okay, this is the way you should be living your life, just shitting your life away and being stressed out and overwhelmed all the time and mean mom and you're just struggling to get by like what kind of example then are we setting for our kids when we're we're miserable all the time like life is short no not great it's not great at all and you know it's it's interesting because we are actually incredibly powerful it's just that we've forgotten and i think we get stuck in this idea that there's something wrong with us that we're broken, that we need fixing, that we need something outside of us to complete us or put us back together. And all of that is a lie. It's an illusion completely that there is anything outside of you that is going to provide what you actually have within, which is your wholeness. You are already a whole ass human. And yes, you have so-called, and I actually don't think this is accurate, but you have so-called good qualities and bad qualities. You have the light, you have the dark, you have the up, you have the down, you have all of the possibilities within you. And it's just a matter of sort of unlocking that and really learning how to work with your strengths and your perceived weaknesses, because there's actually a really good chance that those perceived weaknesses aren't weaknesses at all, but probably a superpower that you just don't know yet. Ooh, I love that. Learning how to work with those because yes, we do have the power within us, but we do, we hold ourselves back and tell ourselves stories. So how did you start to recognize some of these spirals and identify, okay, wait a minute, I I need to create that space and realize that 
this isn't necessarily true. Yes, I'm having this thought, but that's that's just a thought. Like, I'd say there's just been a handful of occasions that sort of put me onto this idea that I'm actually not my thoughts. And when I actually use meditation as a practice to help me create that space. And initially, I'll tell you what, as a mom who lived on caffeine all day, I initially had a hard time, right? Sitting still, first of all, I'm very fidgety, very like my brain goes like a thousand miles an hour. So not only were the thoughts all over the place in there, but like my body was just anxious on any wheel to sit. But even starting with a few minutes at a time, I was able to create just the tiniest amount of space between those thoughts, which allowed me to step back and observe them. And what I realized after some practicing of this with consistency, first of all, I noticed big time when I forgot to meditate in the morning that Monday was not going as smoothly as it normally did. And that I just didn't seem to be quite, you know, as poised, I guess, or feeling like in control of myself, which by the way, you can only control yourself. So this is, this is where you want to focus your energy on gaining control. It's about that inner world. But as I created the space, I realized very often I would have an emotion, which as we all know, emotions are simply energy in motion. It's information. It's something coming up for you to observe. And I would notice that between the emotion and then my thoughts, I was putting myself into an anxious disaster kind of mode, right? And it is very survival-based reaction. It is coming from past traumas, whether they be small T traumas or bigger traumas, but it was an automatic response to that emotion felt in my body for the mind to just start creating all the stories. Oh my God, they were not good stories, right? They're telling me, oh my gosh, so overwhelming, so many things. Oh my gosh, you got 87 things on your to-do list and the kids need this and this and this and this. And I don't know where you come in because hmm, last person on the to-do list, just a mom, also a martyr, everybody else's needs come first. And this is kind of praised in society that moms will martyr themselves and that they are, you know, supposed to give everything for their children. And I want to say this idea of being selfish, being a bad thing and being selfless, being a good thing has things really fucking backwards because in fact, uh, you know, to, to quote the overused airplane oxygen mask scenario, if you can't breathe, if you can't go first, you are of no use to anybody. So doing that work, learning to love yourself, learning to navigate life's challenges and, and get that, that handle on yourself as that's the only thing that you can actually do will allow you the opportunity to create that space, get out of the loop, start creating new loops that are actually much more beneficial to you. Right. And then you can start to discover again, maybe who you are. I think as a mom, there's, there's no going back. Like you're not going back to before you were a mom to, to call up when you fit in those jeans and, you know, you had your own thing and you didn't have all of these tiny, incessant people asking things of you. You can't go back. That is, that, this is your, your reality. And, and to argue with that and to hope for times gone past is also sort of a futile exercise. What's most important is becoming present here and now in this moment. And when we talk about like seeing the stories, I would feel an emotion and I would recognize, oh, here come the stories. And I realized like, holy shit, 
Like I'm actually creating this, this story, the, all of the thoughts that were actually blowing this emotion up into way more than it initially was. And the stories I was telling myself, the judgments I was making about the emotion were causing me a lot of suffering and pain. That was causing me the overwhelm. It wasn't actually that feeling. The feeling, had I looked at it and been like, okay, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. What do I need to do to process and move through this? That became my practice. But first I had to recognize that that's what was happening, right? And so that's ultimately why I wrote my book because I feel like so many of us get stuck in that. We don't realize that we do have that power. We forget that we are not our, we're not our body, right? I mean, we are, we are living in this human meat suit, but we're not just that. We're not just the emotions and we're not the thoughts. And when we can stop over identifying with them, when we can detach ourselves from all of the judgment, meaning and stories, you know, things only matter as much as we make them matter. And we are the one who can give ourselves that permission slip to set down the heavy shit and stop the suffering for ourselves. So I really, oh. you know, ultimately want to help people do that for themselves because I think that's going to change the world. Yes. Oh my goodness. I feel like I just listened to like the greatest TED talk ever. <laughs> I mean, seriously, <laughs> that the way you articulated things is so true because we are so conditioned to think that we have to be mom martyrs every single second of the day. So we're constantly give, 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 give. And then at the end of the day, we're too tired and too exhausted to even think about ourselves. But taking the time to sit still, to be present, it's hard. It's it really not is. going to be easy. And I appreciate that you touched upon like, hey, it takes practice. It takes consistency. Yeah. It's not that you just say, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to meditate and I'm going to be really good at it. Well, that's like waking up and saying, I'm going to go run a marathon. Mm, no, you're going to, no. you're I've not going to. And that is hard as hell, even with a lot of training. So, you know, that great metaphor, because it is very much like that is a lot of repetitive effort. And I say this having meditated a minimum of once a day, usually twice for almost three years consistently. And I still have days where I can't get that chatter to quiet. And that's okay. Right. It's okay because it's all just an observation. It's ultimately not about, I'm going to have perfect silence in my mind, but it's about how am I going to deal with that? And who am I going to show up in the face of that chatter, the challenges and all of that, you know, survival mode autopilot stuff that we often don't even see. So we need to take a moment and sit back so that we can start to see, hey, what's actually truly going on here for me? And, you know, when we are really distracted with the illusion that we're, that's the, you know, the answers are outside of us, we don't take the time to sit and ask ourselves and listen truly within our truth is inside of us it's not out there you know and your the happiness the peace the joy the abundance everything that you seek is it's not really out there it comes from within and so when we finally start to grasp that everything in our life begins to shift and instead of all of this trying to change and control the things around us it starts to just shift and move with a lot more ease and it, it matches up to who we are being, right? So that is a game changer. <laughs> it, it truly is. And I love how you touched upon the fact that 
meditation's not just about sitting there with your mind empty. It's about becoming an observer. And I think that's where so many, especially moms, we judge ourselves because there are a million thoughts swirling through our heads. And it's not just about trying to sit there with an empty mind. It's just being present, observing those thoughts, and then coming back. When you notice yourself wandering, coming back, because that's what's going to make it easier and the consistency and practice and People think it's woo, but it's not. This is science, just people. Exactly. I mean, you look at the science and our brains are are meant for survival. They are just there to keep us safe. So they have a negativity bias. They are constantly scanning for threats. So we yep. do need to take the time, even if it's just a few minutes, even if you're starting out one minute of your day. Yeah. Practice. Like a couple deep breaths will really go a long way to regulate your nervous system and to start building that, like that muscle, right? It is like a muscle. We have to use that muscle in order for it to work for us. And so the more we can do that, the better we're going to get at doing that. And that's not to say you're not going to have times where it's not going to work. And that's okay because we are after all just humans. The truth is you're not broken. You, You know, you don't need this fixing. You're already whole. And we just need to continuously remember that and really learn to love ourselves and and compassion for ourselves, forgiveness for ourselves can go such a long way to feeling really good, which is our intended state. Like we're, we're not here to suffer. We're here to have this glorious human experience, you know, from every piece of the spectrum is within our possibilities. So what you want to create is entirely up to you. But you need to be in a space where you are intentionally creating, right? Not living on autopilot survival reaction. Creating this space allows us to shift so that we can respond with intention, right? And then that is how we can be much more powerful as the leaders of our own lives. Exactly. And yes, the power is within us. You are not going to find it in the newest and biggest car, house, all of these external things that we're constantly trying to fill the void with until you get that that self-love and improve that relationship with yourself you're going to struggle with things so take this as your permission slip that it's okay you need to do this do this for your children you know if you want to you know continue to be the best mom you can be take the time to improve your relationship with yourself and i'll tell you what that will impact your relationship with your children right? In a huge way, when you no longer are looking to your children or to your spouse to fulfill your needs, which we do very often on a subconscious level, when we're not aware, we look to others to fulfill those needs, right? But that's, that is not going to work out. That's not going to last. It is very temporary. If we ever do even get any relief, generally, I feel like this is mostly showing up in resentment and bitterness Mm -hmm. and not getting what we're looking for. Yet we, we do it over and over and over and over that, you know, insanity, doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. When the truth is, we actually do have all the power within us. And if we just, you know, wield that in the right way, we can change everything. And, you know, I went from this relationship where I felt so unseen, so unheard and unloved. And and I I, I felt so lonely, even though there were, you know, I had all, I have three kids, I had my husband, everybody around me, I still felt incredibly lonely and like I didn't matter. And 
I'm going to take full responsibility because that was me. That was the stories I was telling myself. And now when I started to create some boundaries, it resulted in me needing to leave that relationship because I found it was not helping me to move forward and the boundaries were not being respected. So sometimes we do need to step up and say, you know what, this isn't working for me and I need a change so that I can start, you know, being who I want to be. I can say right now, I'm five years later into the most amazing relationship that I could have ever possibly asked for. I have the the great fortune of manifesting my current partner about a hot minute after, you know, I split with my ex and absolutely was really not looking for a relationship, adamantly against it, actually. Uh, and this amazing human stepped into my life and life together with him is just, you know, it, it just keeps getting better and better and better. And honestly, you know, we don't, we don't fight. We, we're just so, I've just never felt so seen and loved and accepted by someone. It has absolutely been magical. And the key difference I think to that was I came into that relationship whole. I was not seeking someone else to, you know, give me anything. I didn't need something from anyone outside of myself, but I tell you what, it sure was like the cherry on the Sunday to find someone that's so phenomenal who also came to the relationship whole and not needing me to, you know, fulfill his needs either. And when you both come into a relationship as whole ass humans who are confident and in love with yourself enough to know what is and isn't for you, fucking magical. Oh I have no gosh. other way to say that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you are just living proof that it is possible to get unstuck, to demand better for yourself, and to thrive. Christy, you are just such a phenomenal human. Where can we get into your world? How can we learn more about you? Well, you can visit my website at coachchristyholt.com, and there are links there for both the podcast and the book. And and all my social media channels are linked up there too. So that's probably the fastest one. It's kind of a one-stop shop. I love new friends and I mostly hang out on Facebook. So if you want to connect in the social media world, uh, I would love that. So just reach out. And honestly, I will say, if you do that, just drop me a quick message. Let me know where you came from so that I can actually, you know, filter you out of the, the other friend requests. And uh, I look forward to chatting with any of you that want to maybe explore how getting unstuck might change your world. Oh my gosh. Absolutely incredible. Thank you so much, Christy, for taking time out of your busy schedule to share this powerful conversation with Thanks our community. Thanks so much for having me. Oh my gosh. I'm super grateful because I really do believe that this is the way that we're going to change the world. You know, one, one gorgeous whole ass human soul at a time, this is going to ripple out. It's going to make a huge impact and make the world a better place. So yeah. I love it. And you are just creating that ripple effect. All right, mamas, until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this.